Yes, yeah. So simple. Whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. Yeah. So look at what's being perceived right now. Don't have to go concentrate, just go over it. And whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. Pretty clear, right? So anything that's seen isn't the thing that's seen. <laughs> yeah. And then you can go to the head and just listen to a little tidbit, a little snippet up there. And if you listen to it and you get the basic themes over time, its theme is what can be perceived is what's perceiving. Yeah. So again, the assumption that we were living under was that which is can be perceived, the body was what's perceiving. And then there was a message to rebuke that, which is a message of non-duality. So the message was whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. Now, they didn't say that at first, yes? It was a response to something. So non-duality is a response to something. It's very, very strong misunderstanding that a non-existent thing is what's existing. Yeah, that strong, stubborn presupposing produced a lot of misunderstanding and a lot of confusion. And then non-duality, I feel, arises to sort of clear that up. And one of them is, you know, the seeker is the sort. Whatever what's looking is what you're looking for. It never it never has a statement where it's what's looking and then a whole line of requirements necessary to become what you're looking for. It's a very quick, no time, no space. What's looking is what you're looking for. Like right now, what's looking is what you're looking for. Yeah. Whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. Clears the whole table, you know, the whole monopoly board, all the boots in the Eiffel Tower. They don't have to be removed because they continue on but you see things differently. Yeah. And so the assumption that we live by, and obviously we have all been examples of it, was rebutted by the message of non-duality, which is quite beautiful because like one of the famous uh, things people fall back on is called faith mind, supposedly by, I think, the fifth, the third uh, patriarch of Zen, but uh, I don't know who it actually came from. And in faith mind, they would say things like, this is not about finding the truth. It's just, you know, just losing interest in your opinions. Yeah. So we are seen more as an activity than a thing. And this activity is confused as a thing. Yeah. So that activity makes every move seemingly as a thing, and that's what the negation is concerning. You're not a thing. Is there a thing? Seemingly so, but you're not a thing. There's a difference, yeah? 
being not a thing doesn't mean there's going to be no thing. Being not a thing is there's going to be the appearance of things. Yeah? There's going to be appearances of things and you're not a thing. Yeah? So it's not like, oh, I don't see any appearances. You know, you're going to see appearances and you're not an appearance, let's say. Yeah, this is simple. It's a simple message. But the point, it's not so much the message, it's where or how it lands is the important thing. And I'm not, I'm a believer in time, in time repetition can be helpful because you never know where you're seemingly at at a, at a certain moment when satsang may land. And that little nugget, uh, it's almost sort of like radioactive. It lasts a long, 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 long time. Yeah, you just don't need much. But it just it sometimes it will be you'll react to it at like a German shepherd when it's trying to understand something. You know, they do the little head thing. And so you'll see what I felt you could see was the failure of the mental logic that we have relied on or there's been a reliance on, because it cannot get this. It cannot understand. Yeah. The way it thinks, it thinks as a thing. And when it thinks about no things, it sees no thing as a thing. Yeah. And when it speaks of emptiness and absence, it wants to be there to experience it. Yeah. It just doesn't get it. So the mental logic gets put into a twist by the logic of non-duality because it's basically saying the message of salvation is disarming, not a call to arms, not to pick up spiritual arms and march on to like the promised land. It's a disarming because all the arms, and this isn't like machine guns and knives, it's intellect and reason and understanding. These, this is what we get disarmed from. Not that they're not, they're not valuable, but their valuable is over is overstretched. And so basically, you see the limitations of what you're trying to find or get or understand the unlimited by. It just doesn't work. This is the beauty of it. So you try to get it, and like people have come here, and they're super frustrated, and that's a great sign. Because it's not them that's frustrated, it's the system that's frustrated. Yeah? The system is trying to grok and understand that which it cannot grok and understand. And that's a great recognition because you see it's not purposely failed it fails it's just a limited system and especially when it's concerning unlimitedness it's a limited system when it's especially concerning timelessness it's a limited system when it's concerning everywhere and then always it doesn't get it yeah because it's starting out as a thing it thinks like a thing and it sees everything as a thing, just like God, you know, you see him as an old dude with, you know, a beard and shit like that. And he has a good day or a bad day. He smokes some people one day, he plays favorites with others. It sounds, it's just like a person, really, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
it's just uh, you know so this is the this is the failure of the system which can pre really prove to be the great success yeah you're not great getting it is the great success it really is even though what you take yourself to be will be frustrated and will keep on trying seeing that trying and the inability of its reaching where it already is this is the dilemma it's trying to reach into the future to arrive at where it already is you just it's impossible and it you can sit it down and have a talk just like my when i was going awry as a kid my mother saw the signs and so she'd have some of her uncles come over and they bring me articles about drug use and trying to convince me. And it was just fucking going over my head. I could care less what they said because I didn't want what they had really. <laughs> you know, they were trying to think I wanted to be like my uncle Sam. I didn't. <laughs> so, so here is uh, frustration and not getting it is incredibly good because uh if you keep reaching and you grab something, you're never going to see the limit of reaching. Yeah. When you try to grab the unreachable, that's awesome. It shows itself. You show it shows it may have been saying it can reach the stars, but it can't reach the stars. It may be saying it can do something, but it can't do something. And when you see it fail, it's an incredible moment. Yeah. Because maybe just maybe there'll be a shift of reliance and interest and you'll lose interest in getting and arriving and transcending and achieving and, you know, being able to heat your own body when it's cold or levitate an inch. And where is that going to do for you? You know, all this stuff lose, you lose interest in. And now you're in, in the commonality of awakeness, you know, not as something that was achieved and you know chiseled and clarified and made super clear or radical awakeness just dog shit level awakeness yeah you're on and, and there's a knowing of being on or actually a sense of being on because there's been a you've lost interest in that paul and the space between i am and i am paul has grown and now you can sense the i am and see the claiming of it as Paul. Yeah. But first and foremost, you sense the I am, and then the idea of Paul shows up. Yeah. And in that stretching out in time, a lot's revealed because most of the mental activity really relies on it being very fast in time. Yeah. So when you just watch what happens, maybe you just left a retreat, you've been super clear for weeks you've been eating great food no one's called you no bills had to be paid everyone was smiling you were getting foot massages and everything like that then you go to the parking lot and you think you're you don't see your truck and immediately you think someone stole it <laughs> that's what's gonna happen someone took it someone did this I don't care how much mindfulness you practice. You're not going to get before that knee reaction. It's a knee jerk reaction. And this is, and something that's even quicker than that knee jerk reaction is the making or, or the implying that there's a self. 
It's faster than any other process here. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what comes after because it knows if it's before, it's going to influence what comes after. It is. It's just the way it works. It's just like the, the old camera story we told where the large, large, incredible uh, camera with HD and, you know, surround sound and a mobile tripod just comes upon an old shop and there's an old camera with one of those cardboard cameras that people used to use. It only has one roll of film. You used to take pictures, then bring it to the pharmacy. They develop it the next day and then you throw the cardboard out. And basically when you look through the lens, it was like a plastic lens. You really couldn't see shit. You just hope you pointed it at the right direction and then you took a picture. Yeah. And so what happens if that giant camera looks through that plastic camera, the lens, and forgets it's the giant camera and now assumes that it's the it's that which it's looking through. Yeah. It is it loses the sense of what it is by the looking through of something else. And now it's living as if it's a small camera and it's saddled with this terrible lens. It can't see shit. It's plastic and this and that. And yet the possibility of being free from that camera is not available because it's identified as the camera. It's not recognizing its cameraness. It takes itself to be the small camera. So its possibilities are shriveled up. And so it has to try to get make the small camera better. And then it works hard and it saves us money and it buys a Nikon lens and it's read about how powerful the Nikon lens is and it's going to make all the pictures better. But the Nikon lens is going to go over the plastic lens. The plastic lens is still first. So it neuters any value the Nikon lens has because of what's before it, which is the plastic lens. So you're going to still see shittily, even though you put a $3,000 lens on the, uh, this small little camera and so on and so forth. And of course, if you spend $3,000 and put on an incredible lens, even if the pictures aren't getting better, you'll be talking as if they're getting better because you don't want to look like an idiot. I just spent $3,000, hasn't done anything for this camera. So if you've been invested for 20 years of looking for something, you really, really don't want to find it because you, it, there's just a drive to keep on looking. Yes? Yeah. So, So what happens? What happens when the big camera, which is before the small camera, this is essential. The big camera is before the small camera. So when someone finally stops talking to it as if it's the small camera, but talks directly at it as the big camera, then it gets the satsang, it gets the message, and now it's not looking from the big, the small camera. It's seeing the small camera from the big camera. Yes, because it's before the small camera. Now the condition of the small camera does not have the great effect it had on the bigger camera now because it's very clear it's not the small camera. Even though it may continue to look through the small camera, it's not going to be as burdened as when it thought it was the small camera. Yes, and this is what happens here. You're going to be seeing the same dreamings through the same lens. Yeah, a self-centered lens, 
but that will not have the incredible influence it does when it's seen as after, not called the before. And this is the message of non-duality. It's just trying to question the assumed before and, and realizing it's after. And then the real before becomes obvious as if it's always been there because it has, yeah? And when the real before hits you, it sometimes tells you in a way it's always been this way. The head loves you to believe it's always going to be this way by yapping incessantly about something. But the truth shows itself with nothing. It doesn't have to say shit. It's just because it is that, it doesn't have to keep stating it. It's just there's a recognition it's always been this way. And it can happen in a second, but it can cover like 70 years of living <laughs> very, 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 very quickly. So the essential part here is that which is before in time is going to influence what comes after. And that what comes after may not influence what is seen to be before. So if this self-centeredness is the first process that everything that happens is claimed and inferred to be about this you, this physical non-existent thing that's now taken to be the existing thing, if that's in place, whatever comes after it, let's say spiritual practices, the first process is going to infect the next process to the point, as Ramana says, your spiritual practices themselves will be reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? Yeah, that's what happens. That's what happens to what, what comes after as a process to that, this process that's before is infected by the process that's before. Yeah, this is the bondage of self. The biggest bondage of self is trying to get out of self as self. That's the biggest one. The idea of being in it is imaginary. What makes it seem super real is when you're busy trying to get out of it as it. Yeah. When self is trying to get out of self, that's the biggest size it can possibly arrive at. <laughs> it's when you question, are you in it? It's very, very, it, the possibility, it's very, very small. But when you're believing you got to get out of it, it's been given a hugeness, a hugeness, a hugeness. Yes. So this was a surprise to me when I saw the biggest in self was out getting out of it. <laughs> that blew my mind like many other times. Yeah, because... The, the reason why non-duality works so well is we have lived what's being negated. We have lived as the non-existent thing being an existent thing. We have lived by everything it assumes to be the case and negates. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So when I heard it, it wasn't a, another topic to study. It was just a whack. And it followed with other wax. And all the evidence, all the papers, all everything was there. It just had to be collated differently. And non-duality, the understanding of non-duality collated everything differently. And, uh, you know, the judgment was clear. I'm fucked and therefore I'm not, really. 
Yeah, because I saw that which is fucked, I'm not. <laughs> and then life goes on, but at least the horse is in front of the cart now. <laughs> yeah. And it's always been in that position. I just didn't think so. I thought the cart was in front of the horse, basically. And uh, and I lived as if that was so. And it produced a lot of other things I could not understand that were frustrating. Why isn't people listening to what I want them to do and all this shit? And it became very clear to me as soon as non-duality smacked me upside my head for a few times which I'm, this is where we got the term Zen bitch slap in a way. If you've ever been hit in the street, like unknowingly whacked a Zen bitch slap, this is like this message. It just whacks the system, really does. It whacks the side of the, you know, the change giver and it just throws the thing off. And that's great because the mental logic, if you see it from outside is insane completely insane if you're looking at it from inside it makes sense but when you see it from outside it's insane and when it says something is paradoxical it's based on its its wrong thinking it just can't think in a way that works so when it's when it's confronted with things that are working like you have it by giving it away or this or that it just fucking frizzles because it doesn't make fucking sense to its myopic view yeah. So listen. Yeah. You may continue to look through the small camera, but that mean, that does not mean you are the small camera. Yeah. And instead of hoping to change the small camera, just see you're not it. Yeah. And the interest and attention that is completely being distributed to the small camera will be dispersed and will probably start enriching your life. And that interest and attention will call you to attention, yeah? You will see the message of non-duality in like living neon colors. You will. You will recognize, I had no idea the greatest movement in spirituality is truly loss of interest. Really, the greatest movement of migration in spirituality is truly premised on loss of interest and one of the things you lose interest in is spirituality. <laughs> you do. You just, you know, it has some nice fashion statements. Yeah. It has a lot of nice things. You'll have more limber. You'll be more limber with the yoga and everything. But basically, <laughs> there is no union if you haven't split. Yes. As yoga says, yoga is union, but that implies there's some split. I don't believe there was ever any split. So we don't have to, there's no need for a reunion because there's never been a loss of the union. Yeah. No matter how hard we think or how strong we believe, it does not make it so. It can make it seem to be so. It can appear to you that it's so, but that doesn't make it so. And I'll tell you, the infinite is always going to win out. When confronted with a finite fact, the infinite is going to show the emperor has no clothes. It is. 
Yeah, no matter how much it comes with a new outfit to fool you, you will have an understanding the emperor has no clothes. Yeah, you don't have to wait. I hope to see him with no clothes again. No, you've seen it. Maybe what I remember I saw my mother when I was 12 in an, a very compromising position. I got an, uh, I wasn't looking for that view, but I saw it and it really affected me. So for a while, when I'd see my mother, I'd see her nude, like all the time. It was very disturbing. I was like 11 or 12 years old. It was just bothered me. And this is the same thing with the non-duality. You will see the emperor with no clothes, but the beauty of that is, is to recognize while it's wearing clothes, it has no clothes. And this is where it will lead you, yeah. The peak experience isn't it. It's the recognition, clothes or no clothes, the emperor has no clothes. Yeah, that's a cool thing. So, yeah, there we are today. I hope uh, I hope another frustrating, not getting it, uh, can't figure it out session will continue. Yeah. You know, do you believe frustration only leads to more frustration? In this message, frustration leads to hallelujah. It does. It just, if you don't fucking act out or do something crazy, if you can just go through the frustration, go through the, you know, the disappointment that you're never going to get it, go through... I'm not going to experience my own absence and still be there. No, all that, when you go through that, you grow out of that, it's going to be greeted with hallelujah. Yeah. And you'll be so happy you didn't pick up something when you were being given nothing. You just kept taking the nothing and see what happens, man. Yeah. Yeah. Things are meant to fail. That's the success. So... All right. I can't hear you, Mike. Kenny's up. Okay. Who is up? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Hey, hey Paul. Hey, everybody. Um, this is Andy oh. from California, Humboldt oh, yeah. County. Yeah, now I got you. All right, yeah. Danny. Um, so I got my camera bag and I got my my Nikon Brahmin 5000 lens, which <laughs> I use for everything, but it's an art shot. You know, it's like, it doesn't care. It's, it, it's not for the this and that, the comparative type shots, you know? And so I have my plastic shitbox camera for that those pictures and it's um and it's in my bag you know and it's like i don't it it's necessary for the work that i do you know and the and the i have to compare this and that to find the better this and that but my 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 nikon isn't isn't the lens for that one so it's just uh it's good to know that you know that i i reside in that art lens but this other one it's not like i need to push it away and throw it away it's good to have it handy and know that it's like uh it's useful in certain situations yes yes yeah. 
hey, listen, it's, uh, you know, we're here. We're yeah. looking through. We're looking through this camera. And obviously, there's been a certain mental bonding for, by through the camera means you're the camera looking. Yes? Yeah. And then it's been this very straight jacket type of logic that keeps trying to explain everything that seems to be so foreign to that understanding as understandable. Yeah. yeah? But it believes if you're looking through the camera, you must be the camera. <laughs> and right. that's not true. That's yeah, the small this the shitbox camera is the conditioned mind, small s self, and the the Nikon is the big s. Yes, self. and one is one setting is panoramic, the other setting is myopic. Yeah. Now the the larger camera can see the, the smaller camera beautifully. The smaller camera cannot see the larger. Camera. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> so this yeah. is one of its failings. Yes. So. But it won't admit that, and it'll keep trying to take pictures of it and have you search for it. But yeah. it, it has no clue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I love the I love the camera. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. The well, camera now. Because a lot of people, as the small camera, the small camera wants to be the big camera, but as the small camera. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's pissed off when there's a clarity about the small camera because it wants to be the big camera, but oh, as yeah. the small camera, yeah, it's good. It can't break out of the programming and it shows itself. If you're not invested in it or taking it so personally, when you're seeing it uh, from the large camera, you see uh, the futility of, let's say we have it in recovery it does. It's not written in the big book of AA, but it was observed by many people trying to recover from this bondage of self. That self can't get out of self. It was a very great message because now self doesn't believe that. The idea of self believes it can get out of self. It does. And it's a program. It's not AI. It's not growing into understanding. It's, its understanding is set. And its understanding is set. And if you can see that, it's quite helpful because it's going to fail. And in that is its success. And this whole statement of self can't get out of self isn't just a, a, a thing to study. It's an observable event. You can see it. You know, you can see it in your own life, let's say. You try to get out of whatever you thought you were in by reading, you know, Edgar Allan Poe and science fiction when you were a kid. Then as soon as you got introduced to beer, you started to drink and do shit to get out of it. Then drugs, obviously, because beer is a little slow and shit, blah, blah, blah. Then drugs. And then when that didn't work, spirituality or something. And then when that didn't work, you know, you became, got a job and worked somewhere and whatever. And it was constantly... It fails and it doesn't recognize it. It gets into another vehicle and tries again. It just yeah. rips into the same wall. And it's important to see, not the hard way for some, hopefully, uh, self can't get out of self. Yeah. So the little camera can't get out of the little camera. Yeah. The beautiful thing is, is to see you're not in the little camera. 
So you don't have to try to get out because you're not in. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. And you look through the little camera. Yeah. 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 But instead now, the you know, the myopic, it's sort of like if you walk into a, like a classroom and there's a giant wall of chalkboard and all you do is put one little dot of chalk, your mind goes right to the dot and doesn't look at the whole space of the black. Yes, it's just the nature of the head. And so in this, with that myopic, when you lose interest in being the small camera, the interest in truly being large camera stops seeping more into the myopic and you get a lot of panoramic shots. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> and the beautiful thing is the myopic cannot leak into the panoramic. No. No. You may believe it can, but it can't. It's framed in time and space. This is where it appears. Yeah, just like people, they believe they're in something as a body and the body's gonna leave and go somewhere else. The dreaming is of bodies. The the body isn't transcending the place it's seen, which is in this dreaming. Yeah, it's not going to a, it's not leaving the world of bodies to another world and start make a another world into another world of bodies. It's, it's only here that yeah. it appears this way. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> and a thing thinks of everything else as a thing, you know. It's just the way it goes. So it's beautiful because it fails. Yeah, it does. You know, it's just like a Toyota, you know, try to kick it to 120, an old Toyota truck. It ain't going to go. <laughs> it goes maybe 85. Yeah. yeah. So it's now, like the, ha you the hammer. The hammer is super reliable, but it's not going 120. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so all right, the Eddie, thanks. Yes. Because the hammer sees everything as a nail. Every nail, but you can't play a violin with a freaking hammer, you know what I mean? Exactly. This is the thing. Obviously, uh you know, we're in a way we're wearing a very tight suit that's very ill-fitting. And the irritability, restlessness, and discontent has a direction up and it's, and it's actually a clear pointing that th something's off now how it's interpreted by the system doesn't work but it's a sign yeah something's afoot and i mean when the marathon runner gets out of the closet it finds out it's the marathon runner yeah yes so yeah yeah thank you thank you thank you paul is my sound okay? What? No, I can't hear you. Oh, well, anyway, uh, Nick is next, and then Alex. Transmission from Mars. Can you hear me, Nick? You want to go ahead? Got a lot of feedback, Michael. Okay. Hello? Can you hear me? We've lost you. Oh, gosh. Major Tom. Major Tom. <laughs> hi, hi, uh, hi, Paul. Who's this? 
Uh, my name's Nick. Hey. Hey, Nick. Um, that was some introduction, Nick. That all sounded. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, uh, so, well, I'm. I have a question about practice. Um, On the last like one, that's that. Um, <laughs> is there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a practitioner. And yeah, and I just I'm trying um I mean that was my that was my sense, but I guess um just to to lose interest in practice. Yes. If anything's going to make you lose interest in practice, it will be practice if you have a non-dual understanding. The practice okay. is going to lead into losing interest in practice, truly. Right. Yeah, yeah because maybe, and maybe not, because practice can be a beautiful expression. It can be a beautiful dance. Now, uh, for me, a beautiful dance doesn't have to necessarily have to go anywhere. It doesn't have to have a goal. It's just an expression. I like that, mm. but, uh, and if, let's say, if you have high blood pressure, practicing meditation may help. It will, it'll help the blood pressure and stuff. So, but uh, I just ran into this thing. Uh, if the non, -ex if there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing being the existing thing, and doesn't that look like the story of us all here? The story as we hear in our head is that we're an existing thing. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah? All right. So the non-existent thing is how it's presented by in this statement of Ramana. But how we live it is an existent thing. Yeah? So in a weird way, existence is sort of uh, spliced into the thing that maybe it's moving through. And now the thing believes it's the one that's existing. Yes. So this would be a conundrum, a pretty profound one, because it's at the beginning of everything, so to speak. Yeah. So we're meeting everything as a, an existing thing. And if we're not, yes, a lot of stuff could occur. Yeah. So here it goes. So it says, there's a presupposing. Now, what's doing that? I would say the mental activity is presupposing this non-existent thing, a body, is that which is existing, and then wanting to get salvation for that body. And so, and then it jumps right to the next statement. If this is the case, and he was saying that is the case, your spiritual practices, the word practice is used, actually, your spiritual practices are reinforcing this presupposing of the non-existent thing being the existent thing, how can they destroy that? So this is, I ran into that like a brick wall, so it stopped everything in me. Yeah, Because I saw, without me knowing it, the spiritual practices that I had seemed to be under had some nefarious end that was being worked towards, which was completely the opposite of what I believe was happening. Yeah. I was believing I was getting out of the thing that 
I was getting reinforced by my wanting to get out of the thing. So I, that was a big slap in the face and it was sufficient enough to stop me from, from doing things anymore. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know if it's a calling and if you feel you need to do it, you better do it. If you feel you need to do it, but I don't feel the need to do it. So I don't do it. Right. No, that makes but sense. If I did, I do it. I would probably. Yeah. And I also, I know that you get calls from all over the world or people join you from all over the world. I'm I'm joining you from Okinawa, Japan. Yes. Oh. Oh yeah, so I met I just you. Just wanted to share you that with you. Yeah, I met you. You've been here a few times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. happy to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Good to see you. Well, you you know, uh, yeah. That's just the thing is, practice is great without the practitioner. Yeah. So this is the point. What is non-doing? It's doing without an identification as the doer. Yes. Now, yeah. if you if you wait for the head to get it, it's not going to get it. It's going to whatever you're doing. It's going to claim to be the doer of it. It's just right. a mechanical. Yeah. Right. And it's not doesn't have the the bandwidth to learn. It's a program. So it mechanically claims whatever you're up to as being the one that's up to it. Yes. This is what the message is here is so that you see that and don't let it be presented as a personal choice of volition. Just see it as a mechanical activity and get mm. on with what's going on. Yeah. Because by its claiming doesn't mean you miss the boat. You're just basically you're still you've never left the boat you just may not believe you're on it if you believe that you're the doer of it yes yes so this is uh yeah this is more of a warning you know how they put a warning on cigarette packs this could be hazardous to your health well to me this is like a warning uh that if you don't see it i believe you're going to be looking from it that's what happened with me yeah Okay. When this became clear to me, it was this clear that this is why we just don't leave this point. We attempt not to over these all these years is because it had a profound whack on me. And that was if you, you don't see this me mechanical activity of claiming you're going to be looking from it, you're going to be looking from the doer instead of seeing the doing. And then the manufacturing of the doer, you'll be looking from the doer thinking you're doing all the doing. Yes. Mm -hmm. I just, I have fervent belief in this because I've seen it over and over again. I've seen it. I've seen spiritual addiction. I've seen all this stuff. And this was the message that whacked me and it gave me a ceiling like don't go anywhere but this point because it's an important point and when i was going to satsang either i wasn't hearing it or it wasn't being emphasized so this is our little message yeah because there's going to be a claiming of whatever happens in the mental state it's not you claiming it's not you it's not a volition that you have to stop doing you've never done it 
Yeah. It just does it. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. when you see it that way, that activity can happen, but what it can produce won't be able to happen because your your interest and attention won't be in it anymore. You'll you will have seen the mechanicalness and you're not going to be falling for that trick anymore. Yeah. And you're going to be for you're going to be there before the doing. Yes. Not as the doer. Before the doing. Yeah. yeah. And you'll see the manufacturer of the doer and you'll see the whole support system to reinforce it. And it claims even when you don't do something, you should have done it. You know, it plays both hands. Yeah. And it's just a mechanical. You can't plead with it. You can't. It just it's on and it does its thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is my fervent belief. I haven't been told anything new from there. I've stuck with it all these years because I truly believe if you're not seeing, if you're not aware of this, uh, you're going to be aware as that. <laughs> and that's going to limit the scope of awareness in your life, literally. Yes. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. yeah. Well, you'll be moved to practice stuff and everything. You will. Mm-hmm. You will be moved because you, you'll feel like the awareness has been put into a tunnel vision and you'd like to get out of that. Well, you're not, you're not going to get out of it. If you, you walk through the tunnel, you have to see the tunnel isn't you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. If you use the tunnel to get out of the tunnel, you're not getting out of a tunnel. It's just, right. just the way it goes. My, this is my belief, you know, from, watching here and watching every people I meet and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm happy, I'm happy to see you, Nick. And Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And if you're practicing something, uh, it can just stay a verb. Why, you know, why does it need to be emphasized as a noun? I'm the practicer of it. Yeah. I probably right. practice a lot of shit all day. Yeah, I probably do. I just don't remember being the doer of it. (laughs) Yeah. Very nice to see you again. All right. Anyone else, Mike? Yeah, can you hear me? Alex is next. That sound again. That was cool. (laughs) Alex? What up, man? Um, Yeah, I think it's. I, I think it's interesting I, when listening to your 12 steps talk, when you talk about habit and the role of habit and all that. And um, yeah, specifically when there's a, a shift from the example you give is um, should I go to a meeting and then a shift to what meeting am I going to? Um, yeah. And that yeah. shift obviously creates more of a, more of a lightness whatever or, or maybe maybe it doesn't maybe you don't identify with either but i just uh was curious what the role of habit might play here if any at all in this case you see the habits of the selfing yeah 
Yeah. So, and again, habits play a role, but in a different way. You see the habits of the selfing, but you also see it's a program. So those habits aren't going to be broke. Yeah. Which saves you a lot of time and trouble. In other words, you're not going to try to save a sinking boat. You're just going to let it sink. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a completely in a habit of doing things. Yeah. Yeah. So in that case, it's valuable. But uh, I don't feel there's a... See, what I feel non-duality points to is an is a everlasting at all times here and now that's so beyond a habit you wouldn't yeah it's, it's just uh yeah and um and it may influence time but it's not of time obviously yeah it's just uh I feel like the human could be like a fish that gets starts getting suspicious about this huge thing. It's in water. Yes. It's never really, maybe never really know, but that suspicion is a very, that curiosity is awesome. Yeah. Because it starts giving a proportion to what it sees in the water. If you can see it in the water, the water becomes a very big influence in what, how it sees fish and everything else in the water. Yeah. And this is what I feel happens. Uh, some panoramic does definitely leaks into the myopic and brings a lightness to the traveling. Yeah. And then some things get established that are already established, but now you live as if they are, which is you're always here. You're always now, yeah? And you notice nothing's ever escaped here and now. It's just the way it goes, yeah? And these things start finding uh, a home where you are. Things more gets revealed, like it says in AA, you know? This power is going to constantly reveal us, re reveal stuff to us. Well, it does, yeah? And... Uh, to have the feeling of what's always here in in every fleeting moment is a uh, bring something into the fleeting moment the fleeting moment doesn't have as the fleeting moment yes so you get something in the fleeting moment that's not of the fleeting moment you feel uh let's say a longevity in the temporalness yeah and i think it's a great flavor it, yeah it plays out over time but it's very it's like uh yeah these things are really awesome when it's sort of like if you were a sentient rock and water was running over you for 50 or 60 years it would be an incredible joy for that rock in a sense, yeah? To get a sense of what's going on. Well, in a way, this happens, you know, here. The action figure 
has been influenced and is influenced by things and all this, but it can be influenced by other aspects. And it, you know, it's maybe a, it, like the application of the tattoo may be the most of the tattoo. You know, you'll never have a finished tattoo, but you'll be getting a tattoo for like 40 years. Yeah. That's sort of what it feels like traveling lighter. It does. You can't really. I don't have, you know, oh, there's my special moment traveling lighter. I don't have it. I don't have like a a photo book of the 20 special moments of traveling lighter. It's just this vague sense of traveling lighter, which is awesome, I feel. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, and a lot of the stuff, it's so concrete, but it's effects in time are vague yeah they're vague and they're hard to you know you can't really point to them if you're sharing it with a person you share it with them as a space but you can't be pointing but it's a vagueness that's very solid it's an extremely solid thing yet you, it doesn't you can't grab it or anything like that it's hard to detail it but there's a knowing of it and that's sufficient yeah yeah, so, I mean, I've been under the influence of the idea of non-duality now for a while in time. Yeah, I feel like it's been incredibly influential to the action figure, even though the action figure is what gets negated by it. It's been incredibly influential on the action figure. It has, second only to getting struck sober as the action figure. Yeah. Yeah, and the funny thing is, the second answer in my life was the first answer, the non-duality. It appeared to be the second answer in time, but it was the first answer. <laughs> always has been, always will be. But in time, it had to be the second one, because the first one had to fucking corral the insanity I was as an action figure. That, had, that was necessary in time for the second one to be available. It was, or it wouldn't have happened that way. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine as a coke fiend, if I, if I got the intellectual understanding of non-duality while shooting fucking coke and shit? Jesus Christ. It would have been my get out of jail free card. Oh, there's no self. Fuck you, fuck this, fuck that. <laughs> it's, it's insane. Of course it would have caught up with me. <laughs> But thank God, yeah, non-duality a very powerful nothing, you know. In the wrong hands, you know, it can make some a lot of uh, sticks up a lot of asses. It can do a lot of shit. <laughs> taken, taken in a mental way. So, yeah, I'm happy to be here. It's always nice to see everybody. I hope we're all enjoying this, you know, this journey together. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I hope we're all, yeah. even maybe you're not seemingly traveling light now, but the possibility of traveling lighter is available. Fucking great. Yes. Um, what's there to stop that possibility from bl blossoming? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, your fervent soil for that possibility to grow. 
Yeah. You know, believe what you will, but don't take yourself to be the believer. That's all. That's all. Believe away. Who cares? <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyone else? You can hear me. Floyd's up next. I heard something. Oh, Floyd. Mike, you have an incredible... It's like a wah-wah pedal, but in another way. You sound like you're calling from a, the tundra or Antarctica. I think he's got <laughs> feedback, feedback situation. <laughs> Hi, Bob. Uh, just curious to know about the role of guru, because in India, we talk a lot about, you know, the guru is like, going to save you from the small camera or remove the small camera or remove the lens of ignorance or something like that. So, uh, like, and what I've understood so far is probably the guru is a sattva, it's an element, it's not a person, but how do you, like, what do you see it as? And yeah. uh, Well, you know, I, I well, I'm not, I did not grow up in that culture, but I do know in that culture, they talk about the Satguru, which is supposedly inside. Yes, it's not in a form. And all gurus are basically there to imply to you the, 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 uh, the possibility of the Satguru, right? That which is us, so to speak. So, I think uh, you know that's the that's the point of the guru. Yes, is to lead you to the satguru, not to lead you to the guru, but to lead you to the satguru, which is unformed, always available. Yes, isn't that the case? Most cases. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's the deeper understanding, but somewhere there's also you know, a tendency for seekers to sort of subconsciously look for something, you know, look for this kind of guru figure because there is always this, I don't know, maybe it's just uh, some kind of psychological dependency or something like that. Oh, yeah. Well, but the thing is, if a guru is worth his salt, he'll just keep pointing to the Satguru, I'd say. Yes? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's see. Obviously, the message and the messenger gets mixed up because of our taking ourselves to be a thing. We think everything mm. issues from a thing, so we believe when we hear a message, it came from a messenger. It doesn't come from a messenger. It comes through a messenger. And the messenger is basically the transportation. It's not the delivery. The delivery is the message. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to adorn the messenger with great things, pomp and everything, great. But just don't miss, don't miss the, the message from the messenger. Yes. Because a lot of messengers are going to fail mm. you. That's how they serve us. Really. They fail. Us, mm. so that we don't keep having that stubborn tendency to to uh, apply this 
this ordinary dog shit awareness as something special and unique to a certain person. Yeah. So those certain people that have that has happened to a lot of them go off the rails, you know, they sort of flip out of shit. They go crazy. And uh, yeah. And then, of course, you feel the message that came through was bogus because the messenger couldn't live up. Uh, but I've, we've had an incredible experience in recovery where the main messenger of the message was a guy named Bill Wilson. And Bill Wilson had a hell of a fucking time following the message that came out of him. He mm. had terrible depression. He acted out. He cheated on his wife. He did a lot of stuff. He wasn't a great example of the message of recovery, but he was what delivered. He was used to deliver the message. Yes. And that was his mm. seat assignment. And he did a damn fucking good job. Well, you know, uh, I had trouble with the idea of a guru when I was younger because the guru I met uh, was only 11 years old at the time. And his family had a franchise in India. His father was passing away and he, he, he anointed his youngest son at the expense of his older sons. And there was always fucking schisms in that. And he was presented as the Lord of the Universe, and I just didn't see him as the Lord of the Universe. I mean, I actually didn't like him, so I was caught in a weird pickle of, I don't like the Lord of the Universe. What does that make me? Not it was. Then I lived a life of, should I stay or should I go, like the Clash song. And the only thing that gave me permission to finally leave the situation was getting loaded. Yeah, I got loaded, and that gave me permission to split. And so after that, I've never had a keen interest in uh, uh, a guru as the center of it all. Mm. Yeah. So, but that's all, that's my own experience. But I believe most of them, the pointing is not to them, but to the sat guru, which is, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, I think the example of Billy, which you gave, is quite, uh, yeah, quite explains it all. Yeah. No, good, good. Well, yeah. So yeah. here we're not, you know, uh, many people here have been with what they call gurus and stuff. Yeah. And guru is just a teacher. It can be anyone. Yes. Mm. You may have been to a couple of car gurus today who know how to work on an old, you know, six yeah. cylinder straight six. Right. And you don't. So you go listen to them. But I'm not going to fucking, you know, start, you know, praying or bowing to my car mechanic mm. probably right yeah so yeah yeah so thank you thank you for that thank, thank uh, you hmm. anyone else Mike no hey Paul I was tr I was trying to raise my hands, but I'm, it just doesn't work. Yeah, Gio, how are you? How are you? Good. Yeah, Good. just a comment. I have been in touch with several people interested in, in this issue. And it's interesting that 
for some people, there is one single portentous event for the action figure uh, that changed their lives. You have already answered this, this presupposed question today because you said that you had several different events that sort of accumulated, right? And yeah, I just wanted to hear your opinion about this difference uh, between people who say that they had one huge awakening experience and others that doesn't seem to happen, um, you know, doesn't seem to happen uh, like one single huge experience. Yes. Uh, there seems to be I, probably different stories for everyone. What do you think about that? Well, let's say we're all coconuts of the same coconut tree. Some coconuts are harder than others. So it may take a couple more smashings for some people. Mm -hmm. But I don't believe actually anything happened, to tell you the truth. If everything is always happening, then nothing actually happened. And so I'm not a believer in uh and in a weird way it's done it's not intentionally but it it's actually performs a disservice because the head loves to see that it can exile itself from a possibility so if i you know we used a joke about going to walmart and then walking in the appliance area section and then having a toaster fall down and hit me in the head <laughs> and i woke up then and and then, of course, now I tell everyone when I talk of awakening, which I think is a present tense condition for all of us, that I had this great event in Walmart on Wednesday morning in the appliance and a toaster. People will probably try to go to Walnut and try to walk around the appliance area and hope a toaster falls on their fucking head. So yeah. to me, uh, the head just loves to exempt itself from possibilities so uh if something is so and it's and it's and there's an appearance let's say this is dreaming then it can appear to happen any way it wants yeah yeah, yeah. so you wake up by reading a phone book or a 500 thousand year old text it doesn't matter yeah those are the way it played out in the dreamscape that they had awakening moment, but the awakening moment didn't wake you up to the moment. You were already All awake right. to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like when you put an alarm clock for the morning, and the alarm clock rings, and then you have those huge dreams about traveling in a train, and the train is 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 uh, making strange sounds. And you, you traveled all around the world, and then suddenly the train wakes you wakes uh, you up, right? But it all happened in the dream, so uh, it's the it happened within the dream that you dreamed that you woke up, but that nothing yeah. really happened. It was a dream, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Because usually in the waking up, there's the one that wakes up. Yeah. You mean no one? Ah. No, 
mean the one meaning them as a body in a sense. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, but I don't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> I, I just, uh, we just speak of. We try to point at something because I believe the obviousness of the truth is so obvious. It doesn't need to be pointed at. We need to point at what's causing it not to be seemingly available. That's the point to see what we're not. Yeah. And then uh, everything else will take care of itself. So, yeah. I've yeah, but it is. Awake and then they somehow lost it. So they somehow the story was they got awake and then they have a follow-up story, which they were probably surprised by, which is they become unawake. <laughs> like they did something to fuck it up. Haven't you met people like that? Oh, yeah, I, yeah. yeah I've had Myself. Of yourself. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're a living example. So there you go. Sure. Oh, yeah. What actually changed? The baseline, nothing. Yeah. Not, yeah. Awake or not awake, there's awakeness. That's it. That's yeah. the fact. You can seem to be awake to that, which is pretty cool, or you can seem to be asleep to that, which may not be pretty cool, but it doesn't change the fact that there's awakeness. There's just, we can't fuck it up. We don't have that much relevance or importance. We can't we can't split from what can't be split from. It's just this, this story that we're separate and we're gonna reunite. It's just a it's a mental fairy tale. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, I'm happy. Yeah, but, to be here. Hey? yeah, yeah. Great, great. But I think that uh, something has to be changed in the mind stream or something maybe the mind has to be convinced of something i don't i cannot put my fingers on what but but it's all the whole sense of illusion is is a mind movement right so maybe the mind has to be convinced about something that it is standing on the way i don't know well the thing is geo when there's interest in it and all its movements, you won't be able to grok that it's based on lack of interest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The yeah. interest in wanting to know how it works is blocks us from the lack of interest that it takes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's really a huge lack of interest in getting anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's it, really. My yeah. when there's a yeah. lot of interest, you can't imagine a lack of interest from a lot of interest. <laughs> you just can't exactly. Yeah. So the lot of interest distorts a lot of shit. And so you find out by its effects. Yeah. Yeah. You find out about it by its effects. You don't find out about it from some other point. When it when it starts, when something starts occurring, that's how you learn. You you learn there's relief by being relieved. Yeah. 
and you learn that it's based on loss of interest by loss of interest. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. So yeah. you're trying to, like a stenographer, you're just trying to put back to people. And so this is how it's to happen with me. Yeah, that that's the essence of not doing it's, it, right? Because <laughs> and the head would go, all right. I lost so self-interest. We try to get lack of interest, which would be yeah. more interest. Yeah, yeah, you, you can't pull it off. Yeah, see, as long as it's there, it doesn't seem to be available. When you see it's not there, then it's available. Then it arises and wants to be there to claim it. Then it seems to be unavailable. And it, mm. after a while, you recognize it's a great party. But when you get there, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There you go. So if you really want to enjoy the party, don't invite yourself. Don't go. <laughs> because once you show yeah. up, oh, you woke up. Oh. There it goes. Epiphany, I'm having one. There goes the <clears throat> Yeah. That was a that okay. represents a whole lot just said. That has a lot in there. Let that hit us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Loss of interest cannot be described by a lot of interest. Mm -hmm. You can't, you just can't do it. It's because it's proportional. A lot of interest makes things seem bigger. They it changes stuff. Loss of interest allows things to really appear as they are on a lot of levels. And this is very, very valuable, <clears throat> I feel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And loss of interest is an effect. It's not an act that you do, it's mm -hmm. an effect right. overcome. It does. It overcomes you. I did not set out on a course not to not to spiritual seek anymore. The spiritual seeking just stopped in its tracks. I didn't do it. I didn't make a plan. Nothing. It just stopped. I heard enough. Something happened. It was over. Yeah. Done. Yeah. This is how this is how you know its effects by its effects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And would you would you would you say that there is a, an uh, energy that falls something like that? You know, you feel it in your guts when it can be yes. When and sometimes you can it may be unruly because the action figure is just trying to balance the boat, and it becomes like a it can be like a tsunami wave. And then hopefully you don't act out and do things anything stupid, and then you find another balance. Yes, yes. Mm. It's sort of like if you would change your wiring from one ten to two twenty, some of the appliances may be affected by the change. Yeah, mm. like an old toaster may just fucking burn the toast or shit. You don't know, but you'll find out, and then after a while. That which needs to be replaced will be replaced, and then you'll be running on two twenty. Yeah. Right, right. It'll be just like running on one ten, but it won't be one ten. That will be what it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. may get 
shocks the first few times, you know, things may get, well, what about Kundalini could be set off? These things can happen. I mean, they don't, there's no, there are no signs of anything. And if you don't act out and don't die, things are going to probably clear up. Yes. Mm -hmm. To me, acting out would be getting loaded. Yeah. If I didn't get loaded and I didn't die, things worked out. Yeah. 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 So, none of these things are essential. They're just expressions from a, a limitless possibility. It can express any way it wants or whatever it you can. There's an old story that I really love where there's this guy, or it could be a woman or a guy, doesn't matter. They're pretty, really, really cool. And they act, they act strangely. And so people want to follow them. And so they try to make a path out of how they behave. But they're not, they did not arrive at where they were by their behavior. The behavior is an expression of where they are. It's not a way to arrive at where they are. It's an expression of where they are. Yes. Our misunderstanding, sure. we, think that we think the expression is the path or the energy is the path. No, it's an expression of where you already are. It's not a way of getting there. They're not, yeah. it's, they're not, they're not indications of any fucking thing because they're expressions of something that can be anything. Yeah. So that's, you know, the crazy wisdom, all these things they talk about. Yeah. People will try to make a path out of crazy wisdom. You know, it's crazy. It doesn't work yeah. because it in a path. Yeah. The person that's expressing the crazy wisdom didn't arrive there through crazy wisdom. They, yeah. They, they, they're expressing that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I see it anyway. Yeah. So. Now I think it's it's really cool what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really. You, yeah. So. Thank you. Yeah, you you're not gonna track everywhere at all time by its chemtrails. Yeah, it's not you're not gonna follow it that way. It's that's all smoke and mirrors. It is already. It can do whatever it freaking wants. It's not it's doesn't have a myopic view that's that's detailing its expressions, not it's not captured by a panoramic view. It can do whatever. It, it yes, mm -hmm. yeah. There's no. It there's has no, always been already. It is. Yeah. These are just. It's like expressions. Let's say Ramana Maharshi was an expression. You're an expression. I'm an expression. Anu's an expression. We're all expressions. Grow out of the same soil. Yeah. Some had seed assignments to say something or to do something. Others are doing it in their little silent, unseen garden. It doesn't fucking matter. Yes. I mean, there's wisdom and value everywhere. You can smell the same scent everywhere. You can, yeah. It's not like you smell the scent and, and there's a trail you follow. The scent is everywhere. It's like thousands of different perfumes issuing from the same flower. Yeah, it's no direction finder. It's an expression, I feel. Yeah, so we're all expressions and we have different seed assignments here. 
And usually if you have a seat assignment, you're equipped to do that seat assignment. It's no, no special grace. You're being used for something and therefore there you go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in AA, we go to meetings and letting a lot of people think they go to the meeting to get something. And then they realize, no, they're going to the meeting to give something. And then they're sitting there and they don't think they're giving anything. And yet they don't know that one person's checking them out and is getting great influence and, and uh, getting uh, like inspiration from just old dude just sitting there. And he's sober 35 years. Now you have no idea that's going on and you don't need to have that idea because you're the utensil. You're the that which is being used. And who knows how you're being used, but you can have a sense that it's probably going pretty damn well because of how you've been treated by that which is using you. Yes? I haven't been mishandled for 35 years. Yeah, so, yeah. That's so, right, yeah. I haven't. I haven't been mishandled yeah. in 35 years. It would be incredibly insane to listen to something that was worry and doubtful of that because it's it's beyond belief how many miracles I've seen in my own life and other people around me. Yes. You mean the action figure is not being mistreated, right? Exactly. The action figure yeah. has been given a North Star has been given a way to live that yeah. allowed those, the, the oceans of its life and the waves of its life to get more tame. Yeah. And I'm forever mm -hmm. grateful for that because I, I could not see myself fucking running around shooting coke at 70 years old. It'd be fucking it's pretty freaking mm -hmm. insane. Oh, I mean, seriously. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think one of the highest levels an action figure can arrive at is gratitude and honor. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And or A-W-E. And the lovely state of Zen, I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. Yes. Awesome. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know and gratitude. Yeah. I'm yeah. grateful, yeah. Yes. Yeah. How are you going to find much. out if yeah. you think you know everything? It's already been neutered. You find out by not knowing. That's the great. That's the joy. Yeah. yeah. How many times did you think you know when you were surprised? Thousands of times, yes? You thought, oh, this person is going to do the same thing they always do, and then they surprise you. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I got to get going. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome, bro. And thank you. And Mike, thank you. William, I think he's chilled out. That's good. John K., David from Down Under, always a pleasure. Yeah, it must be hot there. You don't have your hat on. Yeah, there you go. Oh, it's close by, though. Yeah, of course. All right, we got Andy. I just, I just forgot it this morning, Paul. That was all. <laughs> Bill Churchman, Sherry, as always, Anu, Julius. Julius, is this your first time here? Uh, 
Oh, hi, Paul. I uh, know second time, but I've been watching on YouTube for, for months and months. Oh, I'm in uh, Byron Bay, so the timing's a little oh, bit hard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Byron. I used to live in Byron Bay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Actually, I've moved to Sydney, but I'm here in, in Byron for a little while. Yeah. Oh, great, great. Yeah. So who was the guy with the, with the golf cart? I'm sure I know him. <laughs> the golf cart? <laughs> Don't worry. I just I, I used to live in uh, Suffolk Park. Uh huh. <laughs> I like it down there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. I lived Joy. in Suffolk Park. I'll see you. <laughs> anyway, nice to see you. Nice. All right. We got Lisa. Lisa with the crocodile head. Dana. Dana M. Living large there. Miak. Oh, Miak is also in Australia. Yeah, and FYI, the second talk is up, if you can hear me. The second oh. talk is up, he says, Miak. She's in Adelaide. There she is. We got Alex. Nice to see you, Alex. We got Miss Amelia. I don't know where she is. I think she went back to sleep. Susanna, as always. Lynn, Rye. Fletch, let me go here. We've got Alan, Anu, Eric, Jin, J-I-N. Ah, Christine and Kona. Nice to see you again, Christine. Uh, here she is. Amelia has entered the Alex E. Gio, our man in Brazil. Uh, hey, John K. William 